rain on me, rain, rain. <laughs> Here we go. Ready? One, two, three. Hey everyone, welcome to the Create Initiative Podcast, the show that brings you insights and techniques from people in the creative world. We serve to help fellow creatives connect, learn, and grow. And grow. And grow. Thank you, Kyle Lee. I don't know Kyler, what's going on over here. Kyler, clap. At least, Hello. what's going on? I'm so glad to be here. Oh, we are glad you're here. We this just opened that start. up like a, a cringy, like magic radio show, <laughs> yeah. like where they're laughing at like Little Caesar's cheesy bread. Yeah. That's rough. That was rough. We're keeping it though. We don't have time because Kyler just informed us she has 19 minutes. I wanted to. I didn't want to like. You know, 19. Cramp your style. Well, we we don't want to cramp your style, ah. but of course, if you show up, you know, late to the recording time with a boom roasted out, it's rough. New? But hey, listener and viewer, how are you guys doing? Hope you're doing all right. Had a great weekend, and uh, maybe you went back to church. Maybe you watched it online. Maybe you did something active. You went to Vegas. Maybe you went to <laughs> Vegas. Kyler. That's on transition. Kyler, the floor is yours. Oh, I went to Vegas. I went to Las Vegas. And? And I hiked. That's all you did? Mm, no. What else did you do? I went to the Neon Museum. That was really cool where they take old casino, like, uh, what are they called? Signage? Yeah. Yeah, and they... They like either buy it, but they had like signage from um, the 50s. And Tim Burton did an exhibit there and he made them a special Beetlejuice sign like oh, from cool. the movie. It was really cool. That is cool. So it's like the stardust and the, sta- the sands. Yeah. And, and like the that. Moulin Rouge. Wow. Ooh. I almost wow. cried when he said that. Beetlejuice like, showing at uh, the Chickasha drive-in right now. Really? Yeah. How about that? <gasps> Space drive-ins. Jam and Beetlejuice. Drive-ins Space coming Jam. back. Giving a life to the one, movies. the one off Western is like nice, you know. Yeah, like the, the yeah, screen, Winchester. the screen. I mean, it's just big wooden, white painted, whatever looks fine. The one in Chickasha could fall down at any moment. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> some pipes good, with huh? the sheet. And I don't like. It's just wood, and like I don't understand. Like it can't be that much to fix like a big wood wall. Yeah. I don't understand it. Well, they probably were on the verge of shutting down before <sighs> the pandemic. No way. We used to go there all the time. Uh, drive-ins are great. There's one on They're Western really yeah. drive-in movie Yeah, the Winchester theater? down the Winchester. on the south side. Yeah. It's probably got a, It's got an old neon sign. Yeah, an old cowboy. Wow. Dude. Yeah, you should Man, go. Man, that just went I full circle. Go. Yeah, how about that? Looks just like how Vegas. That? So how was the hike? Was it good? The hike was great. The, the first hot? day, oh yeah. I forgot we were in the desert. Mm. And uh, we brought enough water the first day. Um, we got lost. So Man, that's I was a sermon. stressing. Like really got lost. Really got, got lost. lost. Like desert. my cousin forgot where we were, and she was our. And she lives guide. there, right? And she lives there. Yeah, she's from there. Shikes in the Valley of Fire all the time. That was the state park. So that was more like cool rock formations. And then the second day we went to Boulder City and hiked Bootleg Canyon, which was we were hiking up. And we were supposed to. You're supposed to hike it in like five hours oh um, to pace yourself. Mm-hmm. We hiked it in three. Oh wow! <laughs> um, yeah. On the way back, it was bad. We <laughs> ran out of water. Um, I stopped sweating, which for those of you who know is very bad. Not a good sign. Yeah. And I was getting chills. Um, and we had like a mile to go, so we were like shortcut, and the shortcut was hills. <laughs> So you you exerted more energy uh, taking the shortcut. As my feet are like hurting in my hiking boots and it was miserable. Shortcut is calling an Uber. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, in the desert. Yeah. There's no place. No signal? You don't have signal. That's the thing, we didn't have signal. You need US cellular. But they have (laughs) 5G. When you do have signal, they have 5G. Wow. You know that's where the, the Rona comes from. Yeah. No, that's where radiation poisoning comes from. All that too. Also they're nuclear. All I'm saying is the best signal. Best signal yeah. I ever had was U.S. Cellular. Wow. Ever since we went to AT&T 10 years ago, our signal's been horrible. I'm sorry. Oh, US AT- Wait, with who? U.S. Cellular? U.S. Cellular was great. Oh, no. Never. I would never drop a call. I, have I didn't no have an iPhone, US cellular. but my uh, Razor would never drop a phone call. My favorite phone of all time was the little blue one from Singular, and it had the snake game on it. That the Firefly? The Nokia. I don't know. The Nokia uh, thirty whatever, you know. I what don't I'm know. Talking Chris, about. Chris 
Have you used U.S. Cellular? Can you back that up? Yes, I had U.S. Cellular before I went to T-Mobile. U.S. Cellular was way better. Great way reception. Better. Great reception. They were just they're just late getting the new phones, but their the reception is top notch. Well, how about that? Because we when we would go hiking also in the desert of Lawton, um, <laughs> the mountains <laughs> almost the same. Medicine Mount Scott. No whatever. one else had reception. I had I had wow. reception. Congratulations, congratulations. Well, I'm glad you had a good trip. I glad you survived it sounds like yeah. there some harrowing like, moments you know seems like a lot of drama i went with my mom it actually wasn't and she never leaves fairfax so yeah. i was worried um does she have a fanny pack <laughs> i love you just talked like she's i don't know like she's homebound or something Maybe. <laughs> i was worried <laughs> <laughs> well i was worried she's actually got an ankle monitor she's yeah. not <laughs> no she's very friendly and she doesn't understand like don't make eye contact don't talk to strangers so like we would be hiking and these people would pass by and she'd be like well good morning and mm. they would just ignore her. yeah no yeah. she that's great. That means she hasn't lost her uh, childlike love. Yeah. That's true. Because that you know who true. else There's does that? My son. That. And it is awkward. <laughs> Any Anyone we see, he's just like, hi. <laughs> like, so we're, we're in our backyard last night and we have some neighbors to the west and they're just very interesting people. And so um, he's always trying to get them to talk to him and they never... they. They won't. And so now, he's are like, they adults or other There's kids? an adult uh, woman and her daughter. Okay. And um, he just goes over to the fence and he's just like, hi. Hey. And they're just ignoring him. Hi. And I'm just like, Jasper, get over. And then, hi. And he's in his bathing suit, you know, because we got the pool. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just like, please get back over here. So anyways, I think that uh, she's going to murder us, but... Hope not. Hopefully he'll break him down. Hopefully he'll. The week Naomi was born, she knocks on our door, and I, I mean, you know, we hadn't slept. It's like we had just brought Naomi home. Everything was nuts, and uh, she's like holding this blanket, and I was like, "Hey, I had never talked to her. I've mowed her lawn for the past three years. I've never talked to her once." And I, she like opens the blanket. She's like, "We just had some new puppies, and um, we were wondering if you would like one." And I was like, we just had a new baby. <laughs> and, I was like, and she's holding the puppies in her blanket? Yeah. Oh. That's interesting. But she's got two dogs already. And like they're like the size of these cups. Yeah. And I was like, if those puppies came from these two dogs, just just get rid of them. Mm. Like, they're just rats. Oh, well, they have that? a place. No, Everybody dog, has a place. Not dogs. Everything has a place. Animals? Mm. Don't get don't don't even start like. <laughs> well, so you had a great time in Vegas, safe flights, all that, you know, flying Allegiant. Good enough. Nothing Clarence better. Airlines. Clarence Airlines. How was your weekend, Kyle? Fantastic. Yeah. That's about it. All right, Chris. It was good. Just went to see my dad. Went to a pool party. Oh yeah, yeah it, it was, was it was Father's Day. Yeah, it was How Father's about, Day. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we're oh, such terrible people. I texted my dad. You texted text your dad. dad. I, I, yeah. You were in Vegas though. So well, you I told him. him. I said, "Here's the thing, Dad. I know Father's Day is tomorrow, but I'm just wanting to give you your present early." And he was like, "Okay." And I was like, "Another year of not having to pay for a wedding." And he was like, "Sounds good." And he's like, but when you do get married, elope. And I was like, that was not the point of this conversation, Dad. <laughs> I'm all for eloping. Sounds like someone who really cares about you. I'm all for eloping. Like, Cameron our, and I had 11 people at our wedding. It was just a that small awesome. private we had was great. We had, it was a small number. It was around 400. Mm. And so. Uh, small. Yeah. It was, I'm just saying, we didn't get to talk to it. Like, there's people we hadn't seen in years. And like, yeah. we didn't get to talk to any of them. Yeah. Because of all the stuff you got to do. Yeah, our our eight years coming mm. up here in July, but so we Congrats. got married uh, in front of eleven people at our church, um, like in our church. Just did a quick setup, tear down, and then like a month later, we had a reception. But I've been married so, longer than you. Yeah. Wow. How about that? I'm an expert in marriage. You are an expert, and that's gonna be our next podcast. <laughs> we got this Tumblr for our wedding too. So pre Yeti Tumblr. Pre Yeti Tumblr. Tervis. So I, I, I would encourage you to elope or at least do something small, private. Register for you some too, of these. You too, Chris, whenever the time comes. These were all the rage yeah, in 2011. Chris is going to beat you, me. So. You don't need 400 people. No, um, you do not. Mm. But I, I did. I want 400 people. No, Why? don't. It's one, I want it to be a big shindig. But you are not going to remember a second of it. 
Exactly. What? And you're not going to what I what I regret is that I was just ready for the whole thing to be over. Mm-hmm. Because there were so many people, it was hot. We got married outside the Ooh. in 2011. Whenever the last drought, like longest day without rain, it was 100 degrees. Um, but I was just like, oh, I just can't wait for this to be over. Like, and I missed. Like, I haven't seen some of those people since. Yeah. Like, some of my friends from high school, um, some of my groomsmen, even. Like, I'm just like, yeah, I'm going big. Well, don't do it. I did have here. a candy bar though. Like. Like a bar, a bar full for of can- candy. Oh, like, a yeah. candy bar. And okay. Sa- we're talking the good stuff. Sour belts. Mainly, that's all I remember. Okay. Skittles, hot tamales. <laughs> well, here's hot tamales. Here's here's my last pitch. Small wedding. Okay. So, Kimber and I did the entire wedding and honeymoon, all debt free. Like, didn't even like it was just normal. She doesn't monies, care about that. Obviously, her dad's the whole bit bankrolling it. Well, not if he's asking her to elope. <laughs> <laughs> that's just his request. Maybe I'll yeah. marry rich. Oh wow! I so, think a couple years. <laughs> I think uh, I a watch on a tap wedding. <laughs> yeah. where Maybe he'll where be a tap, tap dancer. Well, now we have goals. Now have we have we goals. Have we talked about World of Dance again since it started? World of Dance, do uh, not like it. No, it's so lame. Why is that the J Lo one? Yes. Why do you think? Listen, it's I lame? normally am all for anything J Lo does. And Derek Huff. Derek Huff is. Just get him out. He's a good dancer. He does not need to talk on TV. No, he's great. Like, I do like Neo. He's great. I do like Neo. Neo's good too. Listen, I watched. Uh, I like the show. Um, Saturday Night Live aired the old one that airs at nine mm-hmm. on Saturdays. It was um, Jamie Foxx with musical guest Neo from 2012. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Neo's performance was 100 percent exactly like what like a modern church tries to make their worship like. <laughs> Like it was like a modern today church in yes. 2020. Yes. And it was like the way he was moving around, singing and like jumping and like the music, the build, you know, is like going wow. into the chorus. And he's like, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> well, not, am I watching? What? Am, and anyways, well, not that we want to uh, talk about church things on a church creative yeah, podcast, I mean, but so what does that say about, about the church worship scene today? It's popping, I guess, right? So when I went to visit my cousin this weekend, she, I was looking for churches in Vegas because I think I was like, that would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. There were like four. Yeah. Central. Central, yeah. They, that's, okay, yeah, that's yeah. the one she goes they to. Do like a circus. And we drove past it. And she was like, Kyler, I want to take you there so bad just to see their production. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she doesn't go consistently like I. I don't know where she's at with like the Lord or whatever, but like that like really caught me off guard because she was like, you have to see their production because they have all these young kids like dressed cool, jumping around on stage. And I was like. (sighs) No, they really do like circus elements. Yeah. yeah. Vegas, like. Yeah. What's his name? Judd. Judd. uh, Will Height. Will Height. Not Apatow. (laughs) Judd Apatow. (laughs) He's converted. And. um, I'm looking them up. Yeah, Jed Will. I. Yeah, I like him. He, uh, I remember he's speaking somewhere we were, and he told a story. It might have been at, at Seeds. Mm-hmm. He spoke the year I went and told a story about a dude dying, like, because they had a bunch of homeless yeah. people to just come in and just sit. And then there was, like, they've had people, like, homeless people come in and die in the middle of service. Like, in Vegas? Yeah, because I mean, it's like a stadium, like that they're yeah. in, you know. Like, yeah, so not, they can go in and cool down. Yeah, you know. And then, like, when they clear out, some people haven't cleared out, and they're like, "Oh, it's a, a dead person up there." Oh, that's that's crazy. Sad. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know a lot about the church, but it just seems like they do. Like for Vegas, they do. They try to great do it for, things for yeah. Vegas people. Yeah, yeah. Like What's not it called n- again. Not for the tourists Central. in Vegas, but the actual people who call Las Vegas home. Mm-hmm. Um. Seems like they they do a good job from what I can tell. Yeah. Um, but that is interesting that she would say like you have to see their production. Um, yeah. Which I'm, and sure I'm not we've all bashing been in those them. Circles. I'm sure they're great. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure we've all wanted to go to a church to see like the behind the scenes. I know Keevan and them. Yeah, they did the elevation. Yeah. Behind the scenes thing and, to and the inside elevation yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and it, I don't know. That's super cool because there are some churches that are just doing a great, great job with it. Um, but that's just interesting that that she would recognize that if she's not a every week goer and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? And I, I mean there, I think it's different because 
you know, the culture's different. Um, but, you know, there are some places that are really doing the most. And I'm like, your people don't care about that. Why are you doing that? Yeah. 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 Well, it makes you think, like, she obviously thinks that's important because mm-hmm. it makes you wonder, like, are they putting that forward as this is important? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Who I knows? don't know the answer to yeah. that. Yeah. Or I just it hasn't been clearly explained to her, like, why they do what yeah. they do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, the, the longer I've been in this, the more I just feel like it's like, how do we provide something different yeah. than, you know, cause you think about Vegas and all the, the production you can get in Vegas, mm-hmm. you know, you go down Fremont go, go, you know, in the tunnel with all the lights and video I took a video for you guys. Stuff. Cause I was like, man, that bad boy's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Never it's been. amazing. Um, I, I, I got to about. go behind the scenes of that thing one time and it, you'll be grateful to know that it's like a windows 2000 computer running running all that stuff running like a thousand led yeah. panels <laughs> at least it was back that was like 20 no 2014 way. or 2015 um but uh you're gonna show him a video on a podcast that's great so chris can you throw this over no, yeah, yeah send the video the to corner. Chris. We'll throw it in the video part of it. So I don't know if I now's well, the time. Come on. Well, it might not. Like we're on Fremont Street. We can. I'd like blur out anything <laughs> yeah. I need to. Chris will do what he needs to do to make this. Because accidentally, it's just Kyler's face the whole time. <laughs> like I got a great video of it. Oh, that is awesome! Just all the LED. Yeah, all the LED, LED panels. LED panels everywhere. Um. So it's a it's a cool place. It's like America's Got Talent. And now I don't know what I was talking about. Um, you got church to go production, the scenes. America's Got Talent. <laughs> Great American Dance Off. What was it? Great World American of, Dance Off. World of Dance. That's like World a bad of, name World of Dance for wishes band. it could be like the voice of dancing, but it, no one cares. Okay. I care. Um, but uh, well, I think what you know I was getting at is like we have to provide something as a church that's different then you can get anywhere else. And, um, you know, if you're just trying to mirror what you see on The Voice or mirror what you see on those shows, like you're not giving people different anything different. And mm-hmm. like, in my opinion, uh, the story of Jesus is different and yeah. living like Jesus is different. And so I think that's a great challenge for creative types to figure out how to tell that story in a way that is different. And I'm not saying you get rid of every all the lights, you get rid of the LED panels or you get rid of the worship, but it's like, you know, how can we portray a, a Jesus that's different? Because, you know, the truth is, especially here in America, most of the, the Jesuses we see in the church are not the one that we read about in Scripture. Yeah. You know, so soapbox over. No, I think um, the big thing is you can still be culturally relevant while, like, walking a different road. Because I think a lot of times when, because I know for the longest time it was preached, you know, Jesus was culturally relevant because, you know, the parables were talking about people, what they were doing Mm -hmm. work-wise. And I think we use that to be like, oh, right, well, big lights are culturally relevant. Um, Playing TikToks before service is culturally relevant. It is. Apparently. I think think the the issue is a lot of times you see churches trying to catch up to culture. Like what's popular, what's Ooh. not, instead of yeah. taking like maybe what knowing what like their congregation is into or yeah. knowing what their congregation is used to and like coming up with something creative, you know, yeah. uh, especially what we like to talk about a lot. Like, how can we do something different and new um, without just like copying what's already been done, yeah. what's already yeah. successful and. Well, and I think it's it's unique to every atmosphere. So every church, every congregation it's unique and like kind of the way I would see it is how can you push the boundaries of your, your environment? So, you know, for, for one church that pushing the boundaries might be getting some moving lines, Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, for some, it might be singing a song that has doubt in it. Um, you know, that's a worship song or, you know, that would be for most, well, for most, yeah. <laughs> but, but what are ways we can creatively push the boundaries of our congregation but not in a way that's comparative to whatever they see in the in the world. Um, because, you know, I think a lot of people come to church because it's comfortable. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Yeah. But they, they come because they know what they're getting. They they know that there's a, a reprieve from maybe the news and, and this and that. Um, but creatively, how can we kind of still 
put people at a little bit of un- discomfort yeah um in, in our creative things to challenge them to to have a deeper relationship you know with with jesus no i agree led wall that's how led wall that's how i just it's a whole you know is the world influencing the church or is the church influencing the world because like you said kyle we're never we're always behind the trend always so i feel like people have gotten so comfortable because we've been like oh they're nor they're used to going to concerts Mm-hmm. Let's put up all these flashy yeah. things. And now you're seeing that pendulum s- s- mm-hmm. sw- shift to a... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> You've seen it shift to now churches are doing more liturgical type yeah. things, even if they don't call it that. Um, because we, we have gone way over into the concert world, and now you come back over yeah. into this, you know. The, like the mid-2000 concert world. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I'm not even necessarily in the boat of like you can't take what the world is doing and and use it yeah. like in it from a secular perspective i don't i just don't know if the challenge is is there like i don't know if we have to i'll just put it that way yeah i don't think you do oh i don't know well just in my opinion i think we should be ahead of the trends because you know we serve literally the creator of the universe mm-hmm. so why are we so far behind on like doing um like are having new ideas doing things that people have never seen before like because it's it's all just copy paste so my my gut reaction to that is the reason we struggle with it is is money um no, it's and, valid. And, well and and kind of you know just because i this this may i don't know this may be a bad opinion but to I'll me, let you know. just because you work in the church for the most creative creator in the universe doesn't mean you're the most creative person. Yeah. Like, I think God has really gifted people to be creative <laughs> in certain yeah. ways. And some of those people may be making millions of dollars doing ultra creative things. They just happen to not be doing it for the church. Sheesh. Yeah. And, you know, we can we can claim all we want that, well, if you're doing it for God, it's worth it. It's worth it. But like, why do the largest churches have the biggest creative teams and have the people who are, you know, they're making money that's comparative to what someone might make out in LA when they're writing a sitcom or something? Yeah. You know, like, so I don't, I don't mean it in a bad way, but like, if, like if we just compare, like we say, well, we serve the most creative God. Well, we do, but but if we believe that God created everyone in His image, some people are creative and they just pursue things that aren't godly, and mm-hmm. a lot of times that's the pursuit of money. Like in my opinion, yeah. so. well, I think like to your point, there's a lot of creative things happening in in the world, and the church is slow to try to use some of those things to help tie it to Jesus mm. even if it's if it's not specifically labeled Christian you yeah. know we we want to make if we see something cool we want to make a Christian version of it rather yeah. than than identifying what we thought was so awesome about that cool thing and how that could tie into the creativity of God or how that could tie into yeah. a message with because we're worried that well that person might not be living in a bright life that made that you know yeah. and but then but we're so quick to once they label it Christian. Kanye West is a perfect example. One of the most, I mean, he's super creative. You can like it or not. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he he does what he wants, like, and he creates things, and you either like it or don't. But easily non-Christian art, you know, whatever whatever that is, for however many years, and then he becomes up with a gospel album, and he's the you know he's. Christ's return. Yeah, you know? yeah. Suddenly <laughs> like, he's on stage with Joel Osteen and, and doing all this kind of stuff. Argue, I mean, there's lots of arguments we made. That the Christian stuff he made was not nearly as good as mm-hmm. the other albums he had. But instead of trying to find some of the truth, because there's truth in everything, like little bits of truth yeah, yeah. in everything, instead of trying to find the truth in this, they just waited until yeah he came out I with the some of it. Mm-hmm. There needs to be. Ooh, you know what, Christian? You know, so you, it's cool. And I just had this idea, and I'm gonna market it, and I'm gonna make a billion dollars. Okay, you better it's all be about quick because they, they're gonna hear it. I don't know how I'm gonna market it because right now it's really cool. Like you don't want to listen to any music in the secular world, and like you don't want to release any music unless you have the explicit tag because that that makes you cool. That means something. Yeah, that yeah. Ma- that makes you cool. You don't. That's not even required to put in your music, by the way. Like you can have explicit music without having that tag on there. There's no oh, requirement. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. it is just. I mean. It's just to let people know how cool you are, and because uh, you can say the f word. Um, Christians 
need to come up with their own tag that looks just like explicit. It's like a backwards E or something. Yeah, it looks, and it, looks but it just means a, but it means like this eternal. music. Ooh, eternal. <laughs> eternal and, music. And, <laughs> and it and it means like this is safe to listen to. Can we to. do that with this podcast? We'll put the, yeah. the eternal yeah. sign on it. What was oh it was church home. One time I was I don't know if it was by accident or what. They they released a podcast and it had the, the explicit tag and I listened to the whole thing so carefully and I was like, okay, what is going on? And I think it was just an accident. Just an accident. Yeah. No, sometimes when they talk about controversial topics or like super spiritual topics, they'll they'll rate it explicit. They'll do it because it's popular. When people see people that, they're listen. like, oh yeah, I'm going to listen no to that. No way. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, start doing that with your music. Split. No, I cannot do that. <laughs> yeah. This is Are the you explicit sure? gospel. I feel like you would lyrics. do that. Well, King's Kaleidoscope, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. They yeah, they a song it, with the F word. Yeah. There's a prayer, right? It's probably a... Uh, Kyler's favorite song. I mean, I do like King's Kaleidoscope. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just interesting. We're we're at such an interesting place, and in the 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 more like here in Oklahoma, we're we're seeing how not to deal with a pandemic, um, and the more we're as a church figuring out how we can be closed for three months and then just go back to normal. Like that's what irritates me more than anything is like, I'm like, we are at an opportunity to really, really re re uh, establish why we do things in a Christian name. Like what are the things in the church that are most important? And I'm just like, it's just been frustrating these last, this last like month, month and a half seeing churches just essentially just go back to doing what they were doing. Yeah. They may now do more online, but that's like it. Well, that, yeah, that was the. It's been frustrating from the beginning. Like, people, oh, I can't wait to get back to yeah. how it was, and it's like, man, this was a great opportunity. Yeah. It still is. I mean, yeah, we're not we're not past that opportunity um, because the, you know things in the world are still very uh, people just <laughs> uh, like not what we're used to. Everyone um, wanting to go back to normal, and it's like, man, yeah, maybe it's normal just, wasn't that good. It's literally just here though, because like. In Las Vegas, they're they're on phase two of their yeah. quarantine, and their numbers are spiking up too. Yeah. So it's probably all the flat well, earthers. And I'm not even like not even just like Wait, you, you isolating this, this to like whatever phase we're yes. in and the the quarantine response or anything. I'm just like, yeah, we we legitimately had three months to really rip apart everything we yeah. were doing, and it just doesn't feel like many. I'm sure there are several churches that took that opportunity. Um, but between the pandemic and between all this racial injustice and 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 all this stuff that that we're really seeing people finally respond to, uh, I'm just like, man, this is a perfect opportunity to just deconstruct everything we've done. Yeah, and I don't think we've done it. It's uh, very unfortunately, much. I feel like they're both just going to be like a victim, like with all the stuff with the church and like the the pandemic. And sadly, I I'm I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that I'm proved wrong but like with even with the the racial injustice and the outcry and the outrage with what's been going on um i feel like it's just going to be it's just a trend that people jump on yeah and they're going to forget about it yeah. and well and because I mean, that's what we do to things as the news cycle goes and as it's gotten shorter and shorter you know in in mid-july if all these numbers keep spiking like anything that has to do with Black Lives Matter or George Floyd or anything else, they'll be gone because yeah. we'll once again only be focusing on the COVID numbers and the presidential briefing at five o'clock every night. Like we'll yeah. only be focused on that kind of stuff or there will be something else happen that puts both of those things on the back burner because that's yeah. the way the news cycle. And and if we don't really take steps to try to keep it in our conscience, consciousness, like, yeah, we're going to forget it. Um, yeah. yeah, I think you, you see fewer people wearing masks out in public, mm -hmm. you know, because they, you know, it's like we become immune to the news. We become immune to, to what reality might actually be telling us because, you know, we're, we're better than that, yeah. you know, as people sometimes, or we think we are. And so, um, I, again, like, I think the church, like we should really be looking at how we responded to this pandemic and say, okay, next time this comes around, how can we be better prepared to help people? You know, we yeah. should we should look at how we've responded to uh, the the civil unrest and say how can we be better at helping people. Yeah, didn't you respond know? great with a lot of the ones I watched. So. Well, not I mean, you know, like with anything, it's always hit and miss, and people are going to have you know everyone's going to have their opinion on the right way yeah. um, to respond to something, and I'm not here to debate that. I just think like we've got to at least be doing something, right? Yeah. Well, if you can't call racism racism, then I think that. 
you got a problem there. Mm-hmm. Well, and we talked a little bit before, Air, about the Louis Giglio yeah, bringing yeah. on Lecrae and having a misstep, misspoken, whatever, yeah. just a moment of ignorance. And uh, whenever I was a commentary, they were talking about it when I was listening to a podcast about that situation. They're like, why? Sometimes this is a great opportunity for churches to bring in experts on these issues mm-hmm. rather than thinking that just because you have a pastor that he's an expert to speak on everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Um, if you want to talk about the Bible, if you want to talk about the theology, then there all, all these pastors are great to talk about that. They've got their degrees in this and they went to seminary and stuff like that. But if you're going to talk about racial justice, then what makes you think that just because you went to Bible school, you're yeah, able yeah, to talk about that's it. That's right. And, even, and they even talked about the point of bringing in Lecrae. Like, Lecrae's a rapper. He's he's a, had racism experience in his life as being yeah, a black man, yeah. but he probably wasn't like, uh, what's their church? Passion City Church. Mm-hmm. They could have gotten the most like expert, like yeah, doctorate, yeah. like on racial injustice, like to come and speak at their church. Yeah. They have that access, but they just kind of went with who they thought would get the most clicks the most views yeah, yeah maybe um you know and obviously they do have a good relationship with lecrae yeah you know and, and lecrae does have a perspective <laughs> well maybe <laughs> yeah but lecrae does have a perspective um that he's going to be able to bring but i agree like i mean this is a great opportunity to to i don't know maybe be willing to take chances to bring people in who honestly they may not be christian yeah like well, and don't you know and, or they they may not be a christian leader mm-hmm. at the very least i think there's a fear of handing the whole stage over yeah because you see all these panels, and the like, where the the lead pastor has to be a part of it too. Where it's like, why don't you just give up your time to someone else that can yeah. speak on this for thirty five minutes, and not have not you not have to impart little things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think there's just there's a lack of trust there, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe it's a an issue of pride. Maybe maybe I'm just being cynical, but I don't know. Oh, I mean, I, you are being cynical probably, but it doesn't mean you're wrong. I'm being cynical. I just, I mean, I I kind of, during this time, I've kind of started like, I've been more drawn to the churches, the the pastors that I've seen just be like, I, have, I don't know what to say about yeah. this. This person does, and I'm just going to take this time to listen and try to educate myself. And they don't, that's it. And then they let someone else speak on it mm-hmm. and they don't have to get up and cause they might not agree with every single thing that this person is saying that they're given to the stage. And I think that they, they feel, I don't know, it's, it's the society we're in. Like if you have a guest speaker and he says something or she says something that maybe you're, some people in your congregation don't agree with, you feel like you have to fix it. And it's just mm-hmm. kind of like, why can't people just take the good with the, the bad and disagree like why can't people just well, disagree? because we can't because we only disagree so we can't disagree <laughs> like if that makes sense like like in terms of we've 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 just i created disagree these, jason we've 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 uh we've dug these ditches we've created this grand canyon of disagreement and like no one is willing to just acknowledge that it's okay if we disagree yes yeah. you know like oh, no one's willing geez. to acknowledge the, the like i don't have to agree with this one opinion yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean I think less of you or that I'm angry towards you or anything but have like that. You, we, it's almost impossible but for have people you ever, to do that. Haven't anymore. you ever been around someone who, like, you're having a conversation with and you just kind of tell them exactly, like, you, you've thought about this, maybe you've studied about some, I'm thinking of, like, a theological conversation. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, don't you think, like, maybe God was like this and this was all happening? And that, that person has is gracious enough to listen and then be, and then tell you something that they agree with about what you said, and then say, but I think this is what I think about this other thing. And then you go away from it, you're like, man, that was a great conversation. Yeah. That was a great, like, he didn't agree with me on everything. We found common ground. We talked about it. It's just, I always go away from those feeling great and, like, wanting more of that yeah. Yeah. rather than whenever I, I'll say something and be like, no, nah, I don't agree with that. You're stupid. Like, yeah. it's like, well, okay, I just don't ever want to talk to you again. Yeah. Unfortunately, Kyle, like, and this is going to sound cynical to me, like I think you are very much in the minority in the way people respond to conversations know. with things they don't agree with. Like most people... Most people are like Kyler. Are like Kyler. No, they're not. <laughs> I'm with Kyle. Too handsome. I, yeah, too handsome. I have a lot of family members who I don't agree with about a lot of things, whether it comes to religion, politics, whatever. And they, when I go to argue, they just shut down 
not argue. When I go to tell them yeah. my opinions, mm-hmm. they just shut down. And I'm like, and I try They're to tell them. They're older than you, right? Yes. I try yeah. to tell them. I'm like, it is okay that I have differing opinions. That does not like, that does not fluctuate my salvation. That does not fluctuate like our relationship uh, on certain things. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so they just, they gave me like the cold shoulder. They're like. Uh, just don't want to talk about it. They yeah. just don't. I feel that's like offended. a generational so thing. They, it's like, it's like, because I disagree with them, they're offended. And I think that's the biggest thing. I'm like, just because we don't have the same opinions does not mean I hate you. Does not mean yeah. like, why can't we talk about this? People are so quick to get offensive. And that's why topics like racial injustice, like it tenses up so quick because you mm. have one side that's like, let's talk about it. And then you have the other side that's like, oh my gosh, I'm just nervous and sweaty. So nervous yeah. and sweaty. Nervous and, and sweaty. Uh, Mom's you know, spaghetti. <laughs> wow. Mom's spaghetti. Way to go, Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh-oh, what just I happened? I had to go. Oh, no. Can I get it right now? <laughs> You're wow. late. All right. Well, this is going to be a first. We have an exit on the podcast. So Everyone say bye. Please know, Kyler, that although we don't agree with your your movement right now, that we accept it. Thank you. I will never Thank talk to you. you ever again. That's fine. Uh, goodbye, Kyler. <laughs> this is... I don't know where we go from here now. I know now the camera... Now the camera okay. shots are off balance. We'll see you later. Okay, bye. <laughs> I sounded like that uh, Boost Mobile creature. Yeah, you did. That was good. Okay, bye. That was good. Um, he just yeah. says it over and over in that commercial. Yeah, that's true. Okay, and bye. then the whole family will get involved. I don't um, understand that. Like that creature, hairy CGI creature. Also, like with regular people. It's like, I don't understand. I don't either, but you They're watch like, Scooby Doo, right? Like, what's the easiest character we can make? Just a fuzzy blob? Yeah. Yeah, Scooby Doo's the best. What about it? Well, I mean, just it's like, is that any different? You have the CGI dog interacting with people? Is it CGI or do they actually train a Great Dane? Okay. So, even so, you have a real dog speaking with people. <laughs> that's um, what makes it so awesome. Well, Kyle, I don't know. Maybe that was a good transition for us uh, to, to, uh, Move into something on a lighter note. Lighter note. Yeah. I got an Amazon package coming. Nice. Is that what that was? Yeah. So, awesome. Every single day. we might have, Amazon package. We might have been... <laughs> it's not even like we're like crazy spending spree. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, we, we need that. Yeah. It's just so convenient. And so... Did you see that during the height of the pandemic, so like uh, end of April, Amazon was making $11,000 a second wow. in sales? Yeah. It's about what I make as a teacher. Yeah, a year. <laughs> oh, well, Kyle, um, before we get out of here, uh, let's talk about the film festival let's do for it. a second. We we desperately need your submissions um, you know, for for this film festival. Look, and oh, I guess at? we'll look at this one over here, right? Um, so we, we really need your submissions. So we know you've been busy. We know you've been preoccupied. We know that since we haven't had a guest all summer, maybe you've even quit listening to this show. So if you shame, <laughs> if you happen to be listening, um, we want your submissions. We want your design work and your video work. And uh, you can go to our website, creatingindustry.org slash film festival. There'll be a link in the show notes and uh, it'll tell you what the categories are and how you can upload your work. And um, I, I really want some submissions, Kyle. And the reason why something crazy, something crazy, which I know uh, a friend of the pod, Richard Smith, yeah, is working on something. Pretty he always crazy. does great so, stuff. Um, really hoping that he he gets things ready. Uh, the the submission deadline is June thirtieth. But really, from a selfish point of view, the reason I want submissions is the way we're going to try to actually do the the award show. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, you know, so what we're gonna do? We're gonna take the submissions. We're gonna put them on our website for one week and let the audience vote on it. And so, you know, you'll be able to share it with all your friends, have them go vote for your work. And then what we're gonna do is take the top three design and the top three film. Uh, you know, vote getters. And then we're going to do a live uh, stream in which we actually have like an award show. We're going to have you Perfect. on it. We're going to try to get Jordan uh, Ferris with us. And, um, you know, we're going to show the, the, the top three and then we're going to do like Academy Award style envelopes. Perfect. And the winner is. And so the winners will get a prize pack of some sort. And it may include a custom create towel 
uh, made by Mr. Kyle Lee over here. And uh, he's working on some T-shirts also. So uh, maybe we'll maybe. be able to make all that happen. But um, so go to createinitiative.org slash film festival. And uh, we would love to have your work and uh, see see what you come up with. And uh, it can be original to you. It can be a part of a church project you did. And uh, we would love to see what you come up with. Right, Kyle? Exactly. I think it should be only originals. Nicholas Cage style. <laughs> Does he come up with original things? I don't know. You know who did? We didn't talk about it. Go Kevin James. It. Kevin James. That's right. Let's 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 wrap up talking about Kevin James. I I think one of the comments. So Kevin James has a YouTube channel. Me and Jason didn't even know about. Yeah, till this weekend. Um, he's just putting out these little short, really goofy films, but they're like very cinematic, yep. edited perfectly, yep. and um. Just like where he puts himself into movies and like how they should have ended. There's some like that. There's some originals where he yeah. can't get off the couch, and then um, <laughs> yeah, he portrays the uh, the sound guy. So yeah. he's a boom boom mic operator. And I mean the one with Inception. Did you watch? Yeah, the, yeah. And they, I was just reading through the comments, and like he gets grabs a banana, and they they edit out. Yeah, the they banana actually took the banana away from out, the bowl. Yeah, and I just stuff like that. I love stuff like that. Well, and what I love, first of all, it's entertaining. I think Kevin James is a truly funny human being. Um, and it's not even that these are so hilarious, but it's just they're very entertaining, very short. Yeah. Um, but I, I, this is one area where I like to think the best of people. And because the editing is so good, I have to imagine Kevin James or somebody is actually paying editors yeah. to do this work, which in you know the entertainment industry is like gone right now. Yeah. And so just the fact that somebody hopefully Someone is getting paid to do that. Someone in the comments was saying that like he's got his team. Like, he've had he's had them for years. Really? Like, that okay. they've made videos like this. And I'm okay. But then someone else in the comments summed it up perfectly. Is like Kevin James is using YouTube for what YouTube was made That's originally true. made for, just that making videos to get out there. He's not promoting product. He's not watching someone play a video game or trying to sell yeah, something. That's true. Or uh, I mean, the videos are monetized, but I mean, yeah, but that I mean, that's the name of the game with YouTube. Yeah, but but the content he's putting up, the the newest one he put up is him interacting with Daniel Day Lewis from yeah. There Will Be Blood. Yeah, and the um the milkshake the scene. Milk, I mean, <laughs> he, so the editing is they even really good. he sticks his finger in yeah. his milkshake, and when he comes up, there's milkshake yeah. on Daniel Day Lewis's finger. It's great. Um, so but, uh, we'll we'll put a link to his his YouTube page in the show notes as well. So uh, check it out. Like I said, they're just goofy. Yeah, that's his um, lane. Yeah, you know, there really for a while is. he tried to get outside of his lane and like be like a big movie star, yeah. and I was like, "That's not really your lane." Yeah, and I mean, he he does well. His some of his stand up is just great. Yeah, King like, of Queens. Yep, so good. Yeah, uh, so go check it out, Kevin James uh, doing doing his thing, and then uh, maybe it'll in get you excited and interested to create something yes. for our film. Maybe festival, he'll be so. a guest presenter for the. Well, have you reached out to him yet? We need you to. I've been just shouting his name out in my just front outside. yard. Yeah. <laughs> Do you so, look up when you shout? Yeah, as loud as I can. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, maybe that'll work. Maybe he hasn't responded you. yet, but so, you know what I saw last night in my backyard? What? All of a sudden, we're sitting there in the backyard. It was really nice yesterday. Yeah, it was great in the evening. And so uh, this bird comes like swooping, swooping down over us, and then goes and lands on our chimney. It was a hawk. And it had another bird. It was holding a oh, bird. It, wow. Yeah. And so I was like, man, Oklahoma. Yeah, it's nature at its finest yeah. right there. So uh, real real quick, we, bird talk. we did talk slightly about Father's Day at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. But I mean, you you are our resident father here on the podcast. So how was your Father's father. Day? It was great. It was good. Was it good? Yeah. I uh, just hung out with my dad, my kids. We ate pizza. Nice. My son swam. The pool is freezing because it rained. Yeah, yeah. But he still wanted to get in, and I was like, "You go for it. I'm All not right. getting in." And then uh, I made my dad a shirt. What did it say? If I can ask, it said Empire Bulldogs. He's the assistant principal and athletic director okay. of Empire Schools, and so that's nice. Yeah, it is know. very nice. So, so, well, happy Father's Day, Kyle. Thanks. Happy Father's Day to all of our fathers out there. Let's see, Libby bought me a book. And, she oh, bought nice. me a book. What book? Carlos Whitaker's new book, Into Interwild. Okay, I haven't. Interwild. I haven't checked into that one. You know, I was on a, the launch team for Kill the Spider, mm -hmm. and uh, I just being off social media, I totally didn't even know his book was coming out mm. now, and so. Um, it's, it's good. Well, good. I am finishing up. Hopefully this week I'll, I'll finish uh, Brad Montague's Becoming Better Grownups. Um, you know, he's the kid president guy. Did the kid president oh, videos. I didn't know. 
Okay. He um, is the kid president? No, he he did the videos. Kid uh, president is his brother-in-law, actually. Uh, um, but uh, He's a, getting old now, probably. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's a really interesting book. It kind of tells his story kind of from going to just like... I don't know from I don't want to say from nobody but before anyone knew who he was mm-hmm. but he he was he would do these listening tours with students in elementary schools and and he just asked them questions um and use their answers to figure out how to actually you know live a better life like well, more cool. you know, enjoyable life not yeah. not stressed out like a adult I usually is yeah. so I'm, I've almost got it wrapped up but it, it's been a pretty good read you can learn so. so much from kids I just I was trying to explain that to my son last night. Every night at bedtime is a, it's a struggle. He's you know doesn't ever want to go to bed, and it ends up he's crying and <laughs> all that and everything. And I'm trying to, I'm just trying to explain to him like he doesn't, he doesn't always believe that Libby and I know what's best for him. Yeah, yeah. And so I was trying to just like like you know like like God made me your dad so that I could teach you and. And blah, blah, and then I then I like had like a little epiphany, and I was like, you know, though he he made you my son, so that you could teach me too. And he was like, he stopped crying, just looks at me like, wow. And I was just like, yeah. And he's like, well, no, I can't teach you, Dad. I can't teach you anything. And I was like, no, you teach me ever since like you became, you were born. You've been teaching me about. And I just went down the line, you know, about how God loves me and all the stuff. And so it was a good, nice little. That's good. Nice little lesson. You might you might want to put this on your list. It, it may be something. You yeah, enjoy. that'd be a cool book. I'm I'm in like the middle of like five books, and yeah. I tend to do that. Like well, I'll just be reading them. Like then I see another one, and order it, and I start reading that one. And but. I'm a I'm a one and only. I only read one book at a time. And um, the the only exception is if I know we're going on a road trip or something, I'll download audiobooks. Yeah. Uh, and so I might have a physical and then an audiobook, but. Uh, I'm a one at a time guy and I'm also not a, you know, you always hear like the, the efficiency experts, but like if you don't, if you're not interested in the book after like the first chapter, yeah. throw it away. And I'm yeah. not, once I start it, I have to finish yeah, it. Yeah. I'm not, so. I, I'm not really into that mind, that belief yeah. that yeah. I know people that are like that about TV shows yeah. and they're like, oh yeah, I just had to fast forward through some and get to yeah. that. And I was just like, well, part of it is like, you know, obviously if this is a work that got produced, like somebody found value in it. Yeah. And so like, I, I want to honor the, the creator <laughs> that, yeah. the, that created this work. And at the end of the day, it may not be the most enjoyable thing for me, Yeah. but, but it's kind of, it's kind of arrogant to think like, Oh, well, that didn't grab my attention. Let me fast forward. And yeah. And let me just throw it aside. Yeah, that was, and then, then does, then you have an opinion about the show. It's like you fast forwarded through yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. You can't have an opinion on it yeah. if you only watched one or two episodes. Yeah. And in the same way, if you only read the first and last chapter yeah. of a book, you that's, can't. That's you why can't really I kind of, I kind of got like, because you know, Blinkist, you just yeah, gives you like yeah. the highlights, and I was like, man, I don't know if I would want to ever do that, because yeah, well, because even in that, you lose context. Yeah. No matter how hard you try to synthesize something, there's still some yeah. kind of context. Well, and after I read uh, *Ruthless Elimination of Hurry*, I stopped listening to audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs> because I, you know, I would listen to him on two times speed and I'd be like, man, yeah. this is great stuff. And yeah. then, um, I was like, I'm just trying to listen to these as fast as possible. Yeah. And I was like, that's kind of, like, kind of goes against the whole. Yeah. Well, like, I, I only do audiobooks on, uh, usually on a road trip yeah. or something. Um, I, and I still like physical, physical copies. I've yeah. done the Kindle thing, but at the end of the day, I just, I like actually holding a book. You comprehend better. Yeah. If you're it's read, true. If it you're reading true. it off paper, even same exact words on a screen, your comprehension's better on yeah. paper. So, so, well, you know, I feel Throw like this away your been, screens. <laughs> I feel like this has been four weeks in a row of really trying to belittle, um, ourselves and our audience yeah next week so. if you okay email us no write us a letter yeah if no you want, email if you still want content and we will mail you a thumb drive yep no no no, no. we will mail you a cassette tape no no we'll we'll, we'll help you out it'll be a thumb drive no so you then they have to put it in a computer file. and they're the worst yeah screens yeah, we even took our computer off the table you know we're just we're becoming those people Next so. week we're not even gonna have microphones. It's just gonna be those like cheerleader like megaphone things. Those little <laughs> and just oh well, I don't know. Well, you know, uh, as we as we wrap up, dear audience, um, you know, this summer obviously has been different. We've we've done a couple things since the pandemic started. One is we've started doing weeklies instead of every other week, which I think has been great. I've enjoyed that. Uh, tremendously. Such a long drive. It, it is. I apologize. <laughs> I don't know how you drive so far every single day. 
Well, for the past a billion years, podcasts have saved my life, and I'm I mean that wholeheartedly. That's truly the reason the Create Initiative podcast started was because of my commute, and I had started listening to podcasts, and I was like, you know, this is a this is a medium that you know it's it's a super niche audience, yeah. and it still is. Like I understand that, um, even though they're more popular now than they've ever been, it's still super, super niche. Popular. Um, but I was like, it's fully attainable. We've got a microphone. We've got a way to plug it into our computer so we can do this. Yeah. Um, but it all started because of my commute. And uh, so if it wasn't for that commute, we wouldn't even be sitting here right Man. now. iOS 14 supposedly is going to like totally revamp the podcast uh, Are they app. essentially going to make Anchor <laughs> I hope part not. of their podcast? <laughs> Spotify owns Anchor. Well, so. I mean, like, are they going to take the same principles where you can I just push know. a button and start your own podcast Who knows? through the podcast app? I do love Anchor. I do too. I do too. And so that's where my all my other podcasts that exist in the in the world are hosted by Anchor. So um, still waiting to hear about the, the, the contest results. Yeah, they, for, I figure it'll be a few weeks. So I just want my hat. I, I do too. Honestly. They better mail a hat. <laughs> I doubt. I don't. Maybe they're just like selecting a few people because why would they ask? Do you want a? hat? Do you want a hat? Yeah, but like they're not just gonna mail a free hat to everyone. Let us know, Road. Let us Road. know. Come on. This episode brought to you by Rode microphones. (laughs) Yeah, because we obviously use them. Um, I would. I would if I had one. I have a Rode mic. It's a USB mic, though. I've got a Rode boom mic, like a shotgun mic. In T2. Yeah. Nice. Yes. I know my Rodes. That's right. So hop on the show. Let us know. (laughs) Yeah. If you'd like to sponsor. listening. (laughs) But no, seriously, back to our fans, those of you who have listened through Thick and Thin. Obviously, uh, we, we've moved to a weekly podcast. We hope you've enjoyed that. And over the course of the summer, we committed to not having a guest. And I know that might be challenging because you're hearing a lot of our opinions, which we normally don't share all that much. I share. Well, Kyle does, but uh, Kyler and I are usually more quiet. Um, so uh, stick with us. Coming up in the fall, we'll, we'll go back to having guests and uh, things like that. But um, you know, we want to hear from you. What are you liking about this? What are you not liking about this? And uh, are you are you watching on video? Do you like that? Do you not like it? Is it a waste of uh, producer Chris's time to put that video together? <laughs> um, Chris, what do you think? Is it a waste of your time? No, I enjoy it. Well, okay. I'm glad I, even you wore enjoy a, it. I even wore a collared shirt. Today. You did, and I wore a t-shirt Lame. just for you. So <laughs> I even ironed this by putting it in the dryer. Nice, nice. So John Mark Comer may have a, a comment about that. What's wrong with that? He may want you to take the time to iron. Well, yeah. I'd have to wake up earlier. Well, and there's the problem. But uh, <laughs> we need to get out of here. And uh, for this empty chair that was Kyler Clapp uh, and for Kyle Lee. Can you CGI add her in there? Yeah, can you do that, Chris? Just like a still just picture. Right here. She's just High sitting five. there. High five. Okay. You, you can do that. You're as good as Kevin James' editor, right? Yeah. Because he would be able to do that. So He's a cake. Um, but anyway, for Kyle Lee, for Kyler Clapp, for producer Chris, I'm Jason Evans, and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>